0: This is Live to Lead Radio, I'm your host Kristen Smith. Inspiring leaders want to break the excellence barrier by reaching greater heights. They are ready to unlock higher performance by expanding their horizons to capture sustained, desirable outcomes for both business and life application. But there's a problem, many leaders today are tapped out, immobilized and feel completely unfulfilled. Why? Because of unnecessary distraction and lack of the right support leaving them completely off course. live to lead offers up the opportunity to gain insight, shift perspectives and get inspired by listening to stories from everyday leaders just like you. I'm calling each and every one of you out right now to own your bold responsibility to lead powerfully today, tomorrow, and into the future. Are you with me? Good. Let's begin. episode number 26. I'm really excited about this episode. In fact, it's one that I've been wanting to record for some time now. Dr. Greg Reed has been an amazing contributor for 25 plus years. I have been honored enough to know him for the past year and it honestly feels like it's been about 10 years that I've known him only because he creates and cultivates that sense of warmth when it comes to seeking counseling. And he's very present and an amazing contributor in my own life as well as many others. And so he is inspiring. You're going to want to cuddle up. Get cozy and listen to this podcast, maybe even more than once. I would also recommend getting a pen because there are some chief principles in here that are embedded throughout this podcast that you're not going to miss, but you also don't want to forget. I want to also have a little bit of a shift here and Insert a quick life lesson. Sometimes in life, our conditions do not align and we prepare and we prepare until we can't prepare anymore and something will still go wrong. It's up to us to look at the good in every situation to keep on pushing and not to be derailed. So I'll say that I was preparing for this podcast for a little bit, got in my element and And all of a sudden, as we were about to kick off together, the microphone wasn't aligning, Zoom wasn't speaking to my other systems, and same for Skype, and it took us about 15 to 20 minutes to get off the ground because of technology issues, and we still didn't even get off the ground because I ended up having to use my cell phone. So yes, my cell phone is not the top quality, but we're going to look beyond that because what Greg has to share in this podcast, there's absolutely no way I would have re-recorded it or even began to think about not using. This. So let's go ahead and invite in Dr. Greg Reed, who received his honorary PhD in literature. He is considered one of top five keynote speakers by Forbes and Entrepreneur. He has been published in more than 70 books, which have been translated in 45 languages. Among his best-selling books are Wealth Made Easy, Stickability, and Three Feet from Gold. He is a new producer of the movie Wish Man based on a true story of the founder of a Make-A-Wish foundation. For over 25 years, Greg has inspired hundreds of thousands of people to take personal responsibility to step into the potential of their greatness, and as such, his life of contribution has been recognized by government leaders, a foreign princess, as well as many people across multiple industries. Without further ado, I am honored to introduce you to Greg Reed. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I know I have been wanting you to be a guest on the show for some time now. And when I first met you, I was absolutely impressed with your ability to not only inspire, but to also contribute. So welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to it.
0: Great. I'm glad. Let's go ahead and start off by sharing with everyone who you are.
1: Yeah, I'm just a regular cat, lives in uh, San Diego, California. I got a really kick-butt son named Colt who's seven years old and smart as a whip. For business-wise, I'm an author, been published in 78 books, 45 different languages around the world. Public speaker, top ten listed in Forbes Inc. and entrepreneur, and then the main thing now focus is movies. Believe it or not, I'm a film producer with Wishman that's in the theaters now.
0: Wow, very exciting! So tell me, how's that journey been?
1: <laughs> Just crazy. I mean, the greatest <laughs> joke is, how do you become a millionaire in the movie industry? And the answer is, you start out as a billionaire. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> like it is, it is not for the faint of heart.
0: Oh, I bet. That's absolutely awesome. Well, that's a little bit about you. Now I would love for you to just just walk me through your story. Yeah.
1: You know, a lot of people always sit there and chase their passions, their purpose, their why, things of this nature. I, I'm not that guy. I, I've always chased opportunity and challenge and I look for puzzles. You know what I mean? I, I thrive on solving things. So when I was a kid, I made a bucket list of 80 crazy things Uh, impossible things at that time. And I'm glad to say last year, I finally crossed the last thing off that list. For myself, all I do is I look for things that people would think that I could not accomplish. And then I find a way to make them become a reality. It's just a personal challenge. I think that's my why is to prove myself right rather than prove other people wrong.
0: I love that. Do you find there's a lot of people out there that, you know, just do not know how to believe in themselves?
1: Yeah, but it's also because society will tell us what they think. They project their crap on us and tell us what they think we can and cannot do. And I'm just not that guy. So for example, I got a D in English. I'm dyslexic. I can't spell. I can't write. I can't read. Play me words with friends. You'll win every time. And yet, You know, I got a PhD in literature and on September 15th, get a star on the Walk of Fame in Las Vegas in front of the Paris Hotel as an author. So the realities are I'm not going to let another person dictate what I am capable of.
0: Absolutely. That is so on point. Let me ask you this. Was it hard to overcome some of those challenges and then get to where you are today? I would have to assume there had to have been moments of frustration and moments of just wanting to throw up that white towel.
1: Yeah. Well, actually I didn't work through them. I'm going to be your anti-interview, which you'll like. Yeah. You work your strengths and your higher weaknesses. So I realized I suck at that stuff. So what I did is (laughs) Found ghost writers and editors that were amazing and I hired them and so I would mm-hmm. write a story and say a boy gets off his ass takes action becomes an entrepreneur goes mows lawns and makes money they took it mm-hmm. and said it's a glorious Sunday afternoon when a young bright eyed lad took his best friend to meet the new morning as the entrepreneurial spirit and they worked their magic so I realized that I could work my gift of gab and come up with the angles but then I hired the people to write it in book form that people would actually want to read. And here we are, 78 books, 45 languages and awards all over the place.
0: That's awesome. Knowing when to outsource and understanding when to optimize other talents that can help you to maximize your own. So in your book, Think and Grow Rich, Three Feet from Gold, you talk about the personal success equation. Can you walk us through that?
1: Yeah, you know, I kept interviewing people, and the question was, is there a blueprint or a formula for achievement, for success? And by the way, in that book, uh, it's called Think and Grow Rich Three Feet from Gold through the Napoleon Hill Foundation. I co authored with Sharon Lecter, who did Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Kiyosaki. And what we wanted to do is find out if there was an actual formula for success. Now, success in that book is not deemed by money. I just want clarity. It was deemed okay. by living purpose-filled life like a life of value so what i'm going to share with you is based on that principle not on wealth which we can get down to afterwards so the success equation is the letter p plus t times a squared plus f is success sounds like a math test but it's not the p stands for passion it's like what would you do if you could do it for free but i watch that tv show american idol And these kids show up, hundreds of thousands out of whack, and they're full of the P, the passion. But the majority of them suck. They're not very good. So if you're passionate about singing, but you're not good, will you have success? The answer is no. So the T is talent. But what is a God-given gift? If you are passionate about singing and you are talented, things start lining up. But without the first A, you won't have success, and that is action. You've got to do something With that talent, if you only sing in the shower and no one hears it, then it just falls in deaf ears. The second A is the single most important thing, and that is association. Now watch how this lines up. If you are passionate about singing and you are talented, if you're willing to take action and pay your dues and associate with someone in the music industry who can open up a few doors of opportunity and have the F faith that that's the journey you're destined for, then you might just find your own success equation. And that's what that principle is all about.
0: Excellent. Do you find it typically hard for people to align up with others within the same discipline and truly maximize that association piece to your equation? Yeah,
1: that's the single biggest thing that holds people back, actually. It's, it's so ironic because there's are so... A huge, vast amount of human beings that are hardworking people, but they're running in sand. You know, they're not associating and aligning themselves with people that can open up the doors. And the only thing I've done differently in my career is I swing those doors open. I shove my hand, my head, my body inside, and I'll do anything (laughs) to squeeze through that, that little crevice because that is where success is on the other side of that door. And I realized that early. I'll give you an example. I use it in every single thing. Talk about that book. One of the people we interviewed was Jack Mates, the guy who started Velcro. And I said, how did you sell 5 billion people Velcro? And he says, we didn't. We only sold five people. The head of automotive, the head of aerospace, the head of fashion, they found the application and brought it to the world. He said, stop trying to sell everyone out of your trunk, your car, associate and align with the right people. So when that book, Three Feet from Gold, came out, Sharon Lecter called the founders of Barnes & Noble bookstores and closed the first deal in history where Barnes & Noble published that book themselves. They cut out the middleman. We did a joint venture. Who's got a bigger email list, me or Barnes & Noble?
0: Oh, exactly. Do you find that most people that try to connect with, let's say, like-minded thinkers or with people who have gone before them, there just like becomes this level of fear of being rejected. You know, many people get stuck here. They get hung up here. What about you? Were you ever that way? I think we
1: all are. But again, we are exactly where we choose to be. You know, people come up all the time. They go, well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And thing. go, well, God bless you. Then stay where you're at. It's not my choice to change them, you know, but people come up and say, Hey, I'm willing to take those actions. Give me a couple of tips to get through the decision maker. A hundred percent. I can help because that's where my mindset is. I just expect everyone to take my call. I guess I'm crazy, but the whole thing is I'm shocked if someone does not And so it's just a different mindset, I guess. And knowing that, but I bring value to other people. I don't bug people. And that is a very important thing. I'll give an example. When I was doing a book called stickability, here's how I got through the biggest people you can imagine from Steve Wozniak, you know, founder of Apple to the founder of Make-A-Wish to the founder of Ugg Boots to the founder. I mean, all these people, I would call them up and say, here's the deal. I'm working on a book called Stickability. It's the power to persevere. I need 12.5 minutes of your time from the moment I walk in your door to the moment I walk out will be 12 and a half minutes. And if you don't appreciate that, I promise I'll leave even earlier. All I want to do is ask you one question of how you persevered. Now, the chance of them giving me that period of 12.5 minutes is spectacular because I'm not asking them, let me take you to lunch to pick your brain. But by having that specificity, all of a sudden the doors of opportunity would open in those 12 and a half minutes. 99.999% 99.999% grew into three hours or more where we became friends.
0: That's awesome. Now talk to me about your latest book.
1: Well, it's completely the antithesis of what we just spoke about. <laughs> so it's whatever why, did, yep. throw that in the trash. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out so good. Now, Three <laughs> Feet Gold is such a great book talking about purpose and passion and I guess where you're, you're destined for. Uh, but the book I'm working on now, it's called Wealth Made Easy. And wealth made easy is I interviewed people worth a hundred million to a billion dollars. And I said, Oh, that's great. But cut to the crap. How, how do you make your cash? Like, how does this really work? And I sat down with millionaires and billionaires and they taught me their exact actionable steps. And it was mesmerizing. And when it comes to wealth building, it only comes down to one simple thing. Forget your passion, <laughs> the opposite of what we did yeah. that. And it's to seek and capitalize on unexpected opportunity. That's what they did. None of them followed their passion and their dream. They found an opportunity that fell in their lap and they jumped on it wholeheartedly.
0: Incredible. Wow, you're right. It's a total different perspective. But I don't know. I believe you can lead yourself in the right direction that you're meant to go if you look at how they both somewhat align. No?
1: It, It could be uh, it's just a matter of perception, I guess. I'll give you an example. Uh, one multi-billionaire, I sat him down and says, why are you so wealthy? And I'm not, this is what I said to him. He looked at me and said, that's easy. He goes, it's because you believe all the bullshit lies that you're spreading to the world, Greg. He goes, we appreciate and hope you write more books. (laughs) What? He says, you're the person who suppresses mankind. And he goes, we really appreciate it. And I go, what are you talking about? And he says, you're the purveyor of the greatest lie that's ever been told in history. And I go, well, what is that lie? And he said, to go find your passion and the money will follow. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you'll find a welder, admirable field. They finally retire. They got some dough. They go to a Tony Robbins seminar. They get fired up. They follow their passion. They open a yogurt shop. He goes, 90% of businesses fail the first year, not because they're not passionate, not because they're not driven. It's he's a welder and not a frozen dessert guy. And he says, but when they go under, they hold on too long. It's their baby, their passion that you taught them. So they hold on so long when they go under, they pull their friends and their car and their boat and their house. And he goes, this is where we come in, sweep it up for pennies on the dollar. He goes, that's why we appreciate it so much. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, we look for and capitalize on unexpected opportunity. He goes, do you think the sheiks in the desert or the Gettys had passion for crude oil? He goes, do you think waste management, has a passion for dirty diapers and rotten cheese. He goes, you're an idiot. He goes, but these same people used all that wealth and prosperity to finance their passion. He says, they also started every university, the ballet, the arts, everything you know and love. He goes, but we build the stadiums and own the football teams that all the people that are following their passion are literally giving their lives for a couple million bucks on the field. He goes, until you understand it's a different mentality, he goes, you might get rich, but you'll never be wealthy.
0: Wow. That had to have been mind blowing for you.
1: Yeah. it's nothing like knowing that 78 books you ever written were wrong. And it was interesting because I sat down and I said, well, this is brilliant. And then I started picking their brains to find out the way they did it. And I realized how simple it was. So for example, the first guy I said, you know, how did you make a billion dollars in dirt? And he goes, that's easy. He said, time plus land is wealth. I go, what do you mean? He says, all I do is I find a town, a city that's growing at 25% a year. He goes, go on Google Maps. You can find it anywhere. He goes, I look for Broadway, Main Street, and I draw a line out eight miles. I buy the dirt. He goes, I rent the dirt to farmers who pay the lease so it's free to me, and I get vegetables for years. And as the town continues to grow at 25%, eventually it ends up on my plot on Main Street. And since I own the biggest amount of land, that's what I sold to the big box stores for 800 times what I paid a billion dollars.
0: Wow, that is so on point. So let me ask you this. What is the biggest piece of advice you can provide other leaders and entrepreneurs out there today?
1: Well, number one, I'd seek opportunity and not your passion. It's, I'm just mm-hmm. giving my honest you know, feedback. Yep. And door mm-hmm. number two is I would seek counsel and not listen to opinion. Opinion is based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, like all your family friends who've never also done what you're about to do and never have done. Counsels based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship people pave the way. So if you say, hey, I'm going to write a book, and you tell your family friends, they're going to talk you out of it because they've never written a book. But if you go to Mark Victor Hansen who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and sold a half a billion copies, he'll say, hey, sit down. Before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel. If we would spend our activity only seeking counsel and ignoring opinion, that's the day our life would change. And for myself, that's how I live it. So for example, when I wanted to be a best-selling author, I didn't go ask people who wrote great books. I didn't give a crap. I didn't want to be a great writing author. I went to Barnes & Noble and I bought every best-selling book. And I said, hey, how did you do it? (laughs) And I followed those successful blueprint. When I went to Africa and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, I did not ask some dope smoking surfer in La Jolla to take me up the mountain. I found the Sherpa that I climbed it 900 times. And wherever they put their boot print, I put my boot print. I just follow successful actions of others. That's it.
0: That's solid advice, Greg. That certainly can make an immediate difference in the lives of many people right now today. So for the listeners that are on the show today, how do they get to know you, follow you, find you? Can you just walk us through that real quick? I
1: just Google, yeah. Just go, Greg S. Reed. <laughs> I'm out there, and, and the the main thing is reach out. You know, that's the whole thing. Is I'm not going to make it too easy on anyone. So it's Greg S. Reed. You Google me, you can contact me on anywhere, direct message, Facebook Messenger. It doesn't make a difference if you reach out and say, "Hey, I'm working on something. Uh, what do you think of this? I'd be glad to give you some guidance. I don't want to talk about what you ate for dinner last night or the weather or kids or anything like that. But if you say, "Hey," got this one challenge or hey i got this opportunity what do you think i'd be glad to give you some feedback
0: and that is what makes you you greg i know that your time is precious and as you know i am just so honored to have you on this show today i value you i value your time and i value the advice and the wisdom you provided to uh the listeners today and as always thank you so much
1: you got it. Call me anytime.
0: You know, I will. So thank you so much. Have a great day. Well, there you have it, my friend. That was an awesome top notch interview with Greg Reed. I know it goes without saying there are so many pieces of wisdom that he inserted in that interview that I just know that if you have the sense and the desire and the abilities and you're ready for action, that if you implement You are going to just blow your own mind apart because his wisdom is on point. He made so many sound and solid associations regarding how important opportunity, right, and action is, and also your perspective and your mindset and not seeking that opinion, but seeking out that counsel. Please look Greg up. He is a friend, but more importantly, I see him as a major guru out there. His insights and thought processes and perspectives have actually moved me forward in my own personal and professional life. So thank you so much again for sharing some time with Greg and I. And until next time, be unstoppable.